everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, and I'm joined, as always, by the plastic Justin Dubin. I don't know why you describe... Oh, because of the Lego movie. Legos. That's why. The, have but, you noticed, like, almost every week I try to relate it to the movie? So, uh, most of the time you do, but not all the time. Not all the time, no. I like to keep you on your toes. Speaking of toes, stepping on a Lego, oof. Painful. It's like the worst it's thing. This. It's a good... It's a good... They, that's a good callback there. I mean, but... To, to what? To this movie, but but before that, it's always been known like that's one of the most painful things a parent can do. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, I'd rather probably walk on hot coals than a bunch of Legos, right? Uh let's not go that far. Well, no, because hot coals are te- technically safe because of like the surface area. If you do it quick enough, it doesn't hurt you. That's why, like, they do those team building exercises, and like Tony Robbins got sued for people getting burned on them or something. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny though. That's like pretty awesome. I love Tony Robbins though; he's great. That's who I'm thinking of, right? Banana hands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why uh, do you call him banana hands? Shallow hell. Oh yeah, I haven't thought about that in that a movie, long that time. Super depressing movie. It's a good movie though, but it's very depressing. Oh. <laughs> Talking about bananas, Ben Schwartz played uh, Bananar in this. I didn't oh know who God. played it. I was looking. I was looking to see who played well, Bananar. Yeah. So <laughs> we, if you haven't learned or figured it out, we're talking about the Lego Movie Two, the second part. Is that what it's called? The second part, or second one. The second part. The second part. So the Lego Movie Two, the second part, is what we're talking about. And yeah, it's. I stayed for the credits for multiple reasons. One of them being that the song was amazing, but. Uh, that I want to see who's playing all these people, and it's just it's fun seeing all the voices that they got. They got a lot of big names, a lot of voices, a lot of, lot of voices, a lot of good voice acting going There's on. There's one in this though movie. that was the best for me, which I'll I'll keep you in suspense until we get to get to spoilers. Um, but yeah, so I mean, what do you say we just jump into it, Justin? Let's do it. Let's review the Lego Movie to the second part. A lifetime has passed since the horrific events of Taco Tuesday. Once, everything was awesome. Now, everything is bleak. Hey, Lucy! I brought you coffee! Coffee. The bitter liquid that provides the only semblance of pleasure left in these dark times. Oh my goshness, did I interrupt you brooding just now? (laughs) Our lives descended into chaos. This new life has toughened and hardened us all. Two coffees, please. One black, one with just a touch of cream and 25 sugars. Well, toughen most of us. Mm. I wake up in the morning. Wide awake. Good morning. For the day. Hello, cyborgs. What a morning. Good morning, sewer babies. Emmett. You gotta stop pretending everything is awesome. It isn't. Yeah, I get it. And that's why I've cultivated a totally hard-edged side that's super tough and- Look, look, a shooting star, make a wish. (gasps) We have to be tough and battle ready. Oh no, something new. What is it up to? I don't know, but that beat is pretty fresh. Uh-oh. Hello! Run! 
And what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for The Lego Movie 2, the second part, starring Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Tiffany Haddish, Stephanie Beatriz, Allison Brie, Nick Offerman, Charlie Day, Maya Rudolph, Will Ferrell, uh, Jaden Sand, Brooklyn Prince, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, Richard Iode, and a whole lot. I mean, I, that's it stopped there, so I could keep going, but... It's got a lot of people with like one-liners, uh, and it's directed by Mike Mitchell, uh, written by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who directed the first movie. Justin, what's uh, the Lego Movie Two about? It's been five years since everything was awesome, and the citizens <laughs> are facing a huge new threat: Lego Duplo invaders from outer space, wrecking everything faster than they can rebuild. High jinks ensue. Well, shit. I had no idea they were Duplos. Are you serious? Yeah. That was the whole point. I I know, but like I just didn't think... I knew they looked different, and I was like, oh, they must be kitty Legos. I didn't realize... Like, Which are Duplos. That's I know. literally what a I know. Duplo is. I know. I, I forgot about... Like, I didn't think about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. Duplo. Sorry, I got distracted. There's a Hollywood Report article called "The Muddled Message of Lego Movie 2. and it has me <laughs> has me wondering like how deep this person goes on the on the Lego Movie Two. There's a cons- there's a Lego Movie Two conspiracy theory, theory the sequ- out there, I guess. The the byline: the sequel takes on art, capitalism, and death in a way that may leave adults unsatisfied. What the fuck? Are we unprepared for this review? <laughs> I guess I did not. See that coming. Because, Justin, I had a good time watching this movie. I also had a good time. Uh, The first one was exactly how the song says. It was awesome. It was awesome. The first one was truly awesome. Was everything awesome about this movie? No. But it was still pretty awesome. I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. Uh, A lot of the things that I think we both enjoyed very much from the first one returned. Um, including the very quick uh, humor and the very meta and uh, humor and the self-awareness of this movie and the, the beautiful creativity and design and how it looks was just amazing. Uh, but there, there was a little bit st- something lacking. I think you would agree. Um, I think maybe a little bit something lacking, but overall, I had a good time. I mean, I think the first movie just was a better experience in the theaters because it was so new and so irreverent when you think about it. Uh, The humor was so all over the place. There was stuff for everybody in that movie. And this movie is no different, but it's just not the same experience, right? I think what it is is that it's it's an expectations thing. You know, even though you went into the first one with high expectations because of the fact that it was getting good reviews, the truth of the matter is this is a Lego movie. It had no right in the first one had no right to be good in any way. Right. The plot, the way that they had created a plot and created a characters and created this universe was wild. It's like it is one of the most impressive things that has been done with a commercial branded, you know, toy. I would say that that was made into a movie probably ever. It may be the best movie based on a toy uh, ever made. Uh, I, I think would... you're 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 missing. Uh, what is it? Toy soldiers. Yeah, but that's that's they just they a, real toys. But I love that movie. I do it's, love that movie. It gets bad. 
<laughs> no, it doesn't. It's a very underrated movie, I think. It's called Time Lee Jones Needs a Paycheck. <laughs> Wasn't he the yeah. voice? Was he the voice? Yes, yes, he was. I believe he was. Um, but no, but this movie also, don't forget, the first movie uh, has that twist at the end where it's revealed, I guess spoilers for Lego Movie 1, that Will Ferrell is, you know, a dad who doesn't want to let his son play with his Legos, right? Correct. And like so, that, people were tearing up at the end of that movie. Yeah, I thought this one also had a, a, a lot of emotional tones to it as well. But um, and, but and it, it did have heart. It, it yes, but again, there was no there was no twist. There was no. What do you mean? There was a huge twist in this movie. Oh, I mean, okay, like the villain reveal. Yeah, the whole plot reveal at the end. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I kind of checked out by then, but I mean. I, so you're telling me you like this movie and yet you checked out. I, I didn't. I wasn't here for the plot. I guess you could say. I walked into this movie, Justin, with zero expectations, and they were exceeded because I guess I had very low expectations of it. I hadn't heard good or bad about it. Uh, the trailers didn't do that much for me. It looked like a very generic sequel, but it did exceed those expectations. I didn't know what the setup was, but I liked it, and the songs were catchy. Especially the song that gets stuck inside your head. Is that what it's called? I believe so. And then the the awesome, crazy, cool, unbelievable, fantastic credit song, whatever it's called. Uh, I just like... And then just the variety in the animation. I think it's awesome. It was really beautiful, this movie. Uh, I don't, I'm not tired of seeing this yet. And honestly, maybe it's because I was exhausted when I saw it from work or something. I saw the... What, Lego Batman movie? We saw that. I think we reviewed it. And I feel like it yeah. wasn't as hot on that movie as this one. I think this one was better than the Lego Batman yeah. movie. I, I yeah. agree with you. Because I never Batman, saw Ninjago, though. I didn't, no one saw that. It was the lowest performing one of the series. And actually, this movie uh, kind of flopped at the box office. It's not a terrible disaster, but it's about $15 million under even the most modest estimates. Uh, I think, though, movies like this, the kids will want to see this again. These are movies that are – they linger sometimes. Yeah, you but know lingering I mean? isn't good for this because uh, not next week. The the week after is How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, baby. Which is That's getting gonna some good be... buzz, my friend. It's going to get very dusty in that theater. Oh, I'm going to – the floor is going to be a little wet with tears okay. around me. <laughs> I – as I was saying it, I had to recover okay. with the tears. It was tears. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so, so I don't know if this movie's going to bounce back as far as uh, having legs in the box office, but it's, I don't know. This might spell the end. Apparently, there was a little bit of panic in the Warner Brothers studio over this. And you know what, though? I kind of blame Warner Brothers because I feel like I didn't hear – I didn't – when this movie – It was undersold. They undersold it. Yeah, and when the movie – like, when I looked and saw, oh, what are we reviewing this week? Oh, it's Lego Movie. I, like, had no idea that it was this weekend. And and what's surprising is you have so many big stars out oh, there. Oh, yeah. You work for – in this movie. And you work for NBC. Was there any promos for it? This is an NBC. What? This is not oh, NBC. It's I thought it was Universal. No, it's, it's not? it's Warner Brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon is uh, DreamWorks, which is us. And we are pushing it, baby. I got I got confused. I'm sorry, okay. but 
I mean, I, I still, you know, I, I didn't see much of a, a of a push for this movie. Yeah. You would think that they were doing, you know, the rounds for all of their, their uh, I didn't read much hype of about this movie on any of the film websites, anything. Is it weird so to I, think that people don't think of this movie as like a Chris Pratt starring role? I don't know. I mean, there's so many other people in it. I mean, Tiffany Haddish, Will, I, we can go on forever, yeah, babe. Yeah, But You have Jonah Hill playing Green Lantern, which was pretty funny. I mean, those are just bit parts. Yeah, this movie is essentially made up of bit parts, for better or worse. Um, right, and that's why I enjoyed the first one. So the difference in the first one is the first one had a little bit more bit parts because it was an introduction into the world. So they really put out a lot of characters. But they did – there was a reason obviously that you know I'm not going to spoil anything that there was a more limited range. But the ones that they have in this one are absolutely delightful. Yeah. Really good and really, really funny. Um, um, I will say – There's movie, obviously one that y- you and I both – that they kept referring to. Which I'm pretty was, sure it's the same one then. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Which is just so out of the blue that I just was happy that that was ex- like actually happening in this movie. Yeah. Um, I will say that the movie uh, – I liked where it started off that it was in like this Mad Max apocalyptic world because of uh, the invasion of these Diplo – Lego Duplo uh, pieces. And then the movie kind of slowed down a little bit. But it picked up again when – Emmett's uh, Chris Pratt's character Emmett meets the other Chris Pratt character who we see in the trailer who's basically Chris Pratt in real life yeah he's essentially Chris Pratt's movie characters all jammed up into one person correct he is literally every single one of them and they they did that that he's like Star-Lord he's the raptor trainer he's whatever everything absolutely everything he travels in space like in that other movie like it, it was very well done. It was very, very well done. They were able to make fun of him uh, to uh, to him, which was great. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think that this movie was a little slower than the other one. And um, when it comes to mature themes, I guess that you did mention this earlier. There are some mature themes here with regards to, I guess, realistic, right? Being realistic is like, uh, and it, uh, I think was one of the main theme, right? You know, it's okay to stay positive. It's okay to sometimes be sad. But at the end of the day, you have to, you know, be yourself and, and take what's going on in front of you uh, for what it is and, and try not to, you know, make something bigger or smaller or lighter or whatever it was. And I think it's also about self-identity. So there's a lot of very adult themes in this movie that are approached from a very – it's not a simplistic approach because there's nothing simple about what's going on in this movie. And I think it's just very well done. It's a very, I would say from the, the mindset of a child that you can understand it in a way. And I think there's a real, a couple of really positive and deep, deep uh, concepts here. So I agree with that article you kind of mentioned earlier. Yeah. But they also, one guy, the article starts by him ripping it apart saying, I take issue with the Lego movie two and the Lego movie because of the, they're please like me jokes. They're boring looking visuals and they're winky winky stock characters. What? Who is this guy? Ah, he's an asshole. <laughs> I'm not even going to say his name. He's it's, clearly just, you know, this boring is just looking like visuals. A, a hit piece. What is boring about this movie? The the fact that they they also not 
It was so impressive because they went from, you know, the Lego look that they did. And then they went to reality. And then they did like an in-between yeah. of that. Yeah. It was insanely and like brilliant. Throughout the movie, I'm watching it. And they're using Lego existing Lego Lego shapes and pieces in the world as like things, you know. they're uh, It's just so creative. And the, they look like plastic, not CG. It's a refreshing change. I don't know why this guy... And Winky Winky stock characters. What? All the characters are memorable. Actually, I agree. And that's a very hard thing to do. There are a million characters in this movie. But you can... They somehow, without devoting much time to each... Like, obviously, they devote a lot of time to, to the main characters. But each one of them has a personality. Like, friggin' the guy that, uh... Like Metal Beard and Benny, played by Charlie Day, the Jet guy, has like four or five lines in this movie, and he's absolutely hysterical, and you know exactly who this guy is. It's really impressive how they can, how each little character shines that they they actually are memorable. Yeah. It's really impressive. I agree. So let's not talk about this stupid article any further. Um, but so now, because I'm gonna make myself sound stupid now. Oh, I guess I want to talk about more in spoilers, the message that this movie's trying to send. Um, but, I mean, overall, yeah, th- this movie, you know, th- it sets out a clear bad guy, clear villain, but then everything gets kind of turned on its head, which was a nice little twist, but at the same time, I was just happy to go along for the ride, which I am guess, I guess I'm, am I reducing this movie to too little? Um, I think it's okay because I, I think that that's this kind of movie and I think a lot of these style where children's movies can be reduced to that simple plot, but they can also go deeper and I think that that's what makes them good movies in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a movie like Inside Out, I don't know how you – I mean you can kind of reduce it, but it's just too deep. Like it's a, I mean it's a brilliant movie. I think we both agree. That's one of the most impressively written movies of all time. But like a movie like this, I think you can take it for face value. But if you want and you have a more mature, you know, approach towards this movie and and a more mature criticism of this movie, you can absolutely go very, very deep into, you know, the themes of this film and what characters represent and and what what they're doing. And, and, And I think you can go either way. And I think either way is okay. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, do you want to uh, move into spoilers then for Lego Movie 2? I do, before we do, though. See it, don't see it, rent it. Solid rental. I agree with you. I think the first one's definitely uh, see in theaters. I think we both agreed with that. I think this is a very solid rental. Um, It's a nice laugh. You know, there's not many movies that you can just have like a, a youthful, a ute a laugh, you know, with the kids. You know, yeah. you laugh with the kids. It's nice. Yeah, and you'll and be I laughing at things that. that they probably don't care about. <laughs> exactly, or understand. And I always love those jokes that are made in these kinds of movies. And there's a lot of references to very old movies that there's no way kids will know. Like which ones? Which I forget now. Back to all the time travel movies. True, yes. Uh, oh, and then didn't they... Oh, there's a song, there's a Batman song where, hold on, someone... There's a song with Batman called Gotham City Guys, I believe, and it has yeah, Batman, Batman references everywhere. They talk about Selena Kyle, Vicky Vale, and Val Kilmer's lips. <laughs> and they also talk about Adam West at some point. They uh, do. They they like he shows up at like one split second. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I like thought, even this, like this, they riff on the Twilight series with the vampire Lego guy who I thought was hysterical at the spa. Yeah, I'm also a DJ. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and also, yeah, the Twilight Zone just going through the door. The wordplay that they had for all of the universes was very funny as well. Uh, uh, like <laughs> the the Armag, the Mamagon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Sistar system. Yeah, it's just it's really funny. Yeah, it's really smart. I liked it. I liked it enough to recommend it for a solid rental. <laughs> I concur. Now let's move on to spoilers for the Lego Movie Two, the second part. All right. So spoilers for Lego Movie Two, the second part. Uh, Justin, a count of three. Say the character we're thinking of. One, two, three. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. <laughs> let's go. Bruce yeah. Willis was so funny. That was in this the movie. best thing. That was so damn good. I, at first, I was I was like, "Is that actually Bruce Willis?" And yes, it was Bruce Willis doing the voice. Right. The first time I wasn't sure, but right. after like the third time, I was like, "Oh, that's definitely Bruce Willis." And then him in the in the vent, and he's like, "I definitely don't live here. Uh, I have a home. I swear." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. I love that. Uh, and then my second favorite character had to be Banana. I just, I don't know why, but man, <laughs> it was just so funny. I couldn't stop laughing about it. Like, I mean, and but again, all of the songs. This movie was not a musical, but all of the songs were clever. The the song the tif- Which one? It must be a musical. I think there's like five or six songs. How many more songs would you call it a musical? Because they're just singing. They're not singing to get a point across. Well, I guess they are, actually, yes. Yes, they are, the whole time. Yeah. I like Tiffany Haddish's song where she's saying she's not evil. I thought Tiffany Haddish was great as a voice actor in this. I thought she was. I thought she was, too. Um, But I I really loved the credit song. That was great. The credit song was great. It was really good. It was done by Lonely Island, obviously. Robin. Robin, That's true. Oh, call your call your boy call your girlfriend call your girlfriend that's what it is call your girlfriend <laughs> time you had the talk uh, anyway uh, uh yeah lonely island when they were rapping about the people in the credits i thought it was fantastic it was very very fun it yeah. was very fun yeah but did you like the did you see it coming, the, the twist that they were all good and Rex was bad? I did not. I had a feeling that he was going to be a little not good, but yeah, I, I guess I didn't see it totally coming, no. And I also, because, so this was the thing with Rex, I didn't know that it was Chris Pratt playing this that voice what? either. Because so, I was sitting there and I'm listening, I'm like, who is the voice for Rex? It sounds the same as, sounds pretty similar. Could it be Chris Pratt as well? And then I was like, oh, I guess it is Chris Pratt as well. <laughs> But, I mean, that should have been enough. If I knew that, that should have been enough to give it away, but I had no idea. Um, I enjoyed that twist, and I enjoyed the the concept of him becoming a master breaker as well as a master builder. Um, that was kind of interesting. Oh, being and, a breaker? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was, I think, the first master breaker, I guess. What? No, oh, Chris Pratt's character. Well, yeah, he, he was because he was the same person, Emmett. Yeah. And I just loved all the time travel references in that one part. He, there was, yeah, he there was a lot of time it. travel going on. And I mean, so it got very repetitive with the going underneath the dryer area, but not in a, not in a totally bad way. Um, but that's when I started kind of pulling away a little bit, to be honest. I got a little bit 
tired of uh, Elizabeth Banks's wild style, like Lucy bit for a bit, like okay. for a while. It okay. was like a little much. I was like, all right, we get it. Like we we really get it. Um, but and I and I liked the fact that she was the asshole at the end of the day. You know, that was great. Where she, they were like, oh, we were just like having fun. Why can't you just have fun? Yeah, you know, right. she, she's like, you're all like mes- hypnotized. They're like, no, we're not. They're like, yeah, we're just we're just happy. We like we're that song. Happy. <laughs> Uh, but so I guess, and and the the lesson at the end of the movie was, uh, not everything could be awesome all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And what? Just be yourself. Be yourself. Also, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I, I just really liked the the brother sister dynamic. Not necessarily the actors, but the concept of it. You know, I, I thought that was really nice. I thought um, Maya Rudolph's cameo was pretty funny yeah, as well. I like. I, I I would. I could see them being, her being married to Will Ferrell with those children. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, I don't know. I really don't have much more to say about this movie. No. I had J- Jason Momoa played Aquaman. In yep. This yep. The Justice League is always a welcome addition with Jason Momoa. Honestly, I don't think they even really needed to. Have they probably just took a sound bit. Yeah, they yeah. probably took a sound bit from just saying Aquaman. my man. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that they referenced. They were like, "Yeah, we couldn't get any Marvel guys." Sorry. Yes, they're not playing nice to Marvel people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's all I got. That's all really I got. Up. It's a fun movie, and I feel like I'm not reading any more into it. It's a fun movie. Uh, that deserves to be seen. I just love the Duplo children voices, like that that are actually yes. children. Oh, the stars! I loved all the stars. Oh, the <laughs> pain! Oh, the pain! Oh, the pain! <laughs> like the it's heart's cold, <laughs> and the hearts like just blow up. They'd be like, "Hi!" Yes. They'd be like, "Hello!" <laughs> I thought that was great. Like it's such Stuff a strange, it's such a strange movie, and I love it for it. Yeah, and uh, it, it was it was nice. It was good. It, it was, was very fun. It was nice. All, All right, right I think we're done. Let's. I, I'm. Uh, I think we need to do some Oscars catching up. You know what we do you think? do? But I, Justin, you're gonna hate me. Should what? we see Alita: Battle Angel? No, I don't want to see it. But it's 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 a it's a James Cameron produced Robert Rodriguez film that like it's so bonkers looking. I don't know. Should we? It's like it's like fucking. It's gonna be like Atlas, Cloud Atlas, or something. Oh, uh, like, Jupiter Rising, bat- Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Which you never yeah. saw, you fuck. <laughs> I never will. Oh, damn it. Like I wanna, I wanna. I don't think we talked about Roma. We didn't did talk about the favorite. We didn't talk about Green Book. Oh yeah, we gotta do favorite, and I gotta see Green Book and Roma. Yeah, so I think those are more important than Alita, Battle Angel. Because when's the Oscars? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. So I mean. All right. Fine. That's I'll it. Watch those Roma. are the only ones we didn't we didn't talk about, it, right? Um, Roma, the favorite, and. Black Klansman, also. And Green... Oh, yeah, we, Green well, we saw that. And Green Book. Yes. So we got some catching up to do, man. 
Which means that we have to give our choices before the Oscars. We do. We got to do our Oscar episode. We got a lot to do, man. Green Book, baby. Apparently everyone likes it. I mean, it's... it's. I know that Bohemian Rhapsody is going to win Best Picture, and I'm going to be so angry. Oh, that would be awful. Everybody that's like, yep. oh, I liked it, then it's going to win, and they're going to be like, what? I mean, Green Book has 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. A wonderful score of 69% on Metacritic, um, which is basically <laughs> Green Book, which is basically, Whoa. you know, if you get 69% on Metacritic, you might as well be at 100% on life. So, on what? Uh, life in life because it's 69%. Oh, but wait, Metacritic. Oh, I thought you were saying audience score, Metacritic. Okay. No, Metacritic got uh, Rotten Tomatoes 80%. 95% of Google users liked it. IMDb gave it an 8.3. I guarantee you people liked IMDb. if it's the if it was the people's choice 100% you're right. Bohemian Rhapsody would win, which is right. An eye roll because it's an enjoyable movie. We both really enjoyed it. It's not the best movie of the year. It didn't do anything special. It's also not the true story. Yeah. I I inherently have an issue with that. You know, I feel like it's pretending to be something that it's not. Well, I'm. You know what movie I'm pulling for, uh, which I will the, reveal on the podcast. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You don't we'll know. Find, okay, great. Even better. <laughs> I'm guessing the favorite, but who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows? All right, I think we're done here. Uh, right. Everyone listening, thanks for listening. As always, uh, feel free to. Uh, contact us reach out for any questions comments concerns you can email us at two guys one movie dot podcast at gmail.com check out the site comment all you'd like you can listen to us on our website you can listen to us on any podcasting app you can listen to us on itunes you can listen to us on android you can listen to us on my favorite place to listen which is spotify Ooh. so you can down i listen to us on spotify is that vain to say you you listen to yourself? I mean, do you? I hate my own voice. But that's another story. Okay. Um, I think most people don't like listening to themselves. Talk, I mean, I like listening to myself talk, but not like re-listening to it, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, but uh, So if you do listen to us on any of those formats, please download, subscribe, give us a review, five stars. Five stars. That's right. Five stars for Matt and Justin. Thanks for listening. You guys have an awesome day. See what I did there? I brought it back.